Hey, welcome to another episode of Expedition Marriage. I am Chris with my lovely bride, Jamie, and you are here listening to us, and we are glad that you are doing that. <laughs> In case you did not know In that. case you didn't know you were listening to us, you are. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and we're talking to you. Yes, just you. You know, there's no one else but, <laughs> but the three of us here right now, or, or maybe your spouse. So yeah. there could be four of us. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, but we're going to be talking today <laughs> about this idea of, well, we've all been exhausted at times, mm-hmm. right? Let, let's, is, not it, fun. Not fun. We felt drained and, and, and we felt kind of lifeless or, or liftless mm-hmm. or whatever that, that we just didn't have the energy. Or we felt on edge where things were exhausting us, were draining mm-hmm. us because it was always having to be on, always having to be prepared when we get to marriages. Mm-hmm. This concept of walking on eggshells. Yeah. Or being worried about a blow up coming or mm-hmm. not knowing what to expect because sometimes things are good and then they can get bad. And, and we certainly hear this mm-hmm. from couples who say it's either really good or it's really bad. We, we don't yeah. have a, a lot of in-betweens and all of that really starts to take a toll. It starts to really wear things down. Yeah, because the last thing you want is to be in a marriage that is emotionally exhausting you. Yeah. Because if you allow things to continuously start exhausting you, Mm -hmm. you're going to fall flat. Yeah, you'll lose your resources. That's right. And I remember, like, gosh, this was 10 plus years ago, seeing a client. It's going way back. I don't ever want to call out any situations where Mm. a client may recognize themselves or anything like that. (laughs) Like, we we take that very seriously. And it's actually not a isolated situation. So it could be many. Right, right. Yeah. There's, look, there's a lot of common uh, kind of reoccurring Mm -hmm. themes that we'll experience and that we'll run into. And and that's one of the things that like a lot of couples will be surprised at like, wow, we're not the only ones who go through this. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're Mm -hmm. so right. But this particular client, she had gone through, was in the end stages of a divorce and she was coming to see me because she was so depleted. Mm. And her situation was very emotionally abusive. And so we're not going to dive into that per se, but the whole point is when you allow yourself to be completely exhausted in your marriage, you will end up confused. And she came to see me because she was just riddled with panic attacks and anxiety. And it was from long-term exhaustion. Like this situation had just drained her of everything. Mm. And Mm -hmm. that is not what we want for you. Certainly this can happen in abusive situations, but it can also happen in mediocre marriages where you don't address issues that are going on in them. That is Mm -hmm. exhausting. It is tiring to constantly have to deal with problems in your marriage, or it's tiring to constantly have to sweep problems under the rug in your marriage. Sure. Yeah. Look, ultimately, and we've said this before, your marriage should be a resource. Mm. Your spouse next to God is the most important resource in your life. And and they should be there for you to help build up, help to grow, which is not always pleasant. So, but to overall, for you all to be better as a result, not to be worse off. Right. Yeah. Your marriage should be adding to your life, not taking from it. Mm, mm-hmm. It shouldn't be draining you. It should be giving you life. And we're not talking situations. Yeah, we're not right. talking seasons, you know, yeah. sure. Yeah. You don't have to be happy every day in your marriage. <laughs> no. It doesn't and have to be. And you're not going to be. So yeah. just, let's just get, let, get rid of that expectation right now. Right. Yeah. The extremes, mm-hmm. like 
Yeah, we, there's no way on a on a podcast we can speak to every single situation, and so yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say it because I thought about this. Where people I thought are you like, were, I know where you're going. Where, where people are like, well, what about this situation? What about that situation? Yeah. Well, you want to know about your specific situation? Give mm. us a call and schedule a session. Yes, we'll be happy to break no that down way. with you. And it is like even mm-hmm. on Instagram, and I see it. It's not just our accounts. It's it's mm-hmm. all of these marriage ministries. We post a reel for the husbands. Well, what about the wives? The wives, you don't. Okay, yeah. this reel isn't about the wives. You post for the wives. Well, what about the husbands? They don't. Okay, mm-hmm. this one's not for them. And so you yeah, know what? You want something for you? That's what we're here for. We'll be yeah. glad to do that mm-hmm. um, it, it, at a fee. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> but for That's free, right. you just get the broad brush. Yeah, because right. it is hard. It's hard on our end mm-hmm. to speak to these situations. But what we can say loud and clear, we do not condone emotional, physical abuse, like never. zero yeah. abuse at all. And so every time we're never going to cover that in great detail here on a podcast Mm-mm. because we can't do it justice and we don't want to share that and miss something. So if that is you, if you think that is you, get some support, get some help, allow somebody to help you discern. Yeah, we do have episode 70, enough Mm -hmm. is enough. Listen to that as a starting point. That's right. That's right. So let's get into today's topic, which is, is your marriage emotionally exhausting you? And we're kind of, kind of give you clues to see, because maybe you're depleted and you're like, is it my marriage? Mm -hmm. And this is going to help you figure that out because The reality is your marriage should not be exhausting you. And if it is, that's a problem. And we're going to tell you some things that you can do about it. Yeah, ultimately, it's it's more about signs. It's more about Mm -hmm. things to look for so that way you can fix it. It, right. So hopefully the message that you're hearing isn't going, oh, hey, like, let's find some excuses why we should bail out because yeah. we're, we're marriage <laughs> counselors, right? That's, yeah, we're about repairing we're, and restoring yeah, and redeeming. Seeing God's redemption work. Mm-hmm. So if you've got this stuff going on, it should be close to going, hey, let's not let it keep going on. Right. Let's do something about it. Right, because we don't want that for you. And one of the first clues, and I think this one happens a lot, Mm -hmm. is that if you're the only one investing in your marriage, you're going to get tired real quick. Yeah, sure. And that can be, as we have had couples sit before us, where the biggest struggle they have in in their marriage is an exhausted wife who swears her husband never plans date nights. Yeah. And so it's not these big problems. But it's like, you know what? Make me a priority. Mm -hmm. Plan a date night. I don't care that you don't know how to do it or all of these things. Like plan Make me feel special. Yeah, yep. so you should not be the only one, in that example, planning date nights, mm-hmm. but you also shouldn't be the only one starting every conversation where it's like pulling teeth to get a spouse to talk to you. Right. You shouldn't be the only one who's willing to work on your marriage mm-hmm. or fix some of the problems. Yeah, wanting to address things. We, we sometimes will use the analogy of rowing a boat. You know, you're both mm. in the boat. And mm-hmm. and so... It, it, and <laughs> you so, go in circles if you... Oh, yeah. Well, ideally, because I mean, sometimes, mm-hmm. look, well, there's times when we need to help the other mm. person. So if you're the yeah. one who's the only one who's rowing at the time, well, you're moving closer to your goals. That's a good thing. Yeah. And then you're helping your spouse. And then hopefully your spouse gets get to a place where they can mm-hmm. start to help. And usually that's, they start to help when you're tired and, and then you yeah. go back and forth. So ideally you go through rowing at the same time in the same direction. Yeah. That's, that's the goal. But so sometimes it's, you can go back and forth. That's okay. But if it, the mm-hmm. other spouse is never picking up the oars, yeah. that's where it's, it's, yeah. A, and I'm glad you change. I'm glad you brought that up because it is important to decipher, is this a season 
because I have a spouse who's having struggles Mm -hmm. and things are going on, or is this the way of life for us? Right. Is this the norm? It's been allowed to go on. And so this is the, this is the behavior. This is the pattern that we're going to do. And because we do have a lot of personal responsibility for that. Mm -hmm. In fact, in second Corinthians 510, Paul is saying that for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Mm so that each one may receive what is due for what he has done in the body, starting with the marriage body, right? Whether good or evil. So look, every one of us is going to be up here before the judgment seat of Christ. Everyone. Right. Right. And I mean, that verse is saying, like, if God did not give us accountability, if he did not give us jobs to do Mm. in our marriages, he's not going to say we're each uh, held accountable for them. Yeah. Whether good or evil. Yeah. And so what this scripture is saying, what Paul is saying is like, you both have work to do and you both are going to be held accountable for that work that gets done. And Galatians 6, 5 talks about for each will bear his own load. Yeah. We are called, yes, we're called to bear one another's burdens and help one another, but we're also called, I mean, this is like, it's it's not either or. It's both and. It's both and. Mm -hmm. And so we, we are called to be responsible. That means I'm married to him. So I have a responsibility to invest in our marriage Mm -hmm. and he has that same shared responsibility and And we're each going to be held accountable for it. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. when you're struggling and I know there's struggles of it, that's where I'm your resource. Yes. That, yeah, that's where I can be a resource for you. That's where I'm. my need or your need for me mm-hmm. is highlighted. My need for you is highlighted yeah. in those areas. Yeah, and it is. It's about being there for one another. But Absolutely. this is just when it, it goes, it becomes the norm. Mm-hmm. And, that, and we're just doing this all the time. And here's another one. And this is if you're the spouse that's like running the whole show. Yeah. You're doing all the chores. You're doing all the, you have all the responsibilities for everything. Parenting. Yeah. Maybe you feel like a single parent. Yeah, sure. This is not the design. You are going to get so tired. Oh yeah. If you're the one doing things all by yourself. We're not. Well, and also it's not uncommon for us to hear the one spouse going, look, I'm doing everything all by myself anyway. It's already like I'm a single, Mm. um, single parent and, and I'm by myself. So what's the big step from going from here to just being that way? Yeah, that's the slow fade. That's Mm -hmm. what happens. Mm -hmm. Because like I said from the beginning, you're only going to be able to live exhaustedly for so long. True, yeah. Something has got to give. You're going to collapse or you're going to have to hightail it out of Mm -hmm. there. And that's what we're trying to prevent with this because... We need help in running our families and running our marriage and running a home. Like we're called to do that together. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the two become one flesh. Mm -hmm. And so we should be growing together, feeding into the relationship, growing the relationship, focusing on the marriage, focusing on each other as Mm -hmm. well as ourselves, our own responsibilities, right? There's a lot that should be going on. If it's not, could be ignorance, could be just a a pattern that was allowed to happen, right? There's a lot of things that could be Mm -hmm. going on, but they shouldn't be allowed to continue past a season or past a struggle or past a situation. And there's no right or wrong with this. There's Mm. no, okay, Mm -hmm. the husbands do this, the wives (laughs) do that. No. You have the complete freedom to figure that out. And you Mm -hmm. may have a, you know, when, when I was a stay at home mom, I did most of the cooking. I did majority of the cleaning. You would do your specific chores, but you were working all day. I was home with the kids. We mm-hmm. chose 
sure. for me to run the house <laughs> and you to do that, but yeah. I wasn't depleted from it. No, well, because you would certainly help. I was going to even say, and, and when we had a smaller lawn and all that, Jamie mm-hmm. used to love going up there with the lawnmower and, oh, yeah. and do the clean lines, right? Yes. And that was and being outside yeah. and, and the fresh cut the grass smell and all that. She enjoyed that. So it was one of those things. There's yeah. a trade off. There's no set. So rules. you get to decide what what works, but what's yeah. not okay is to not decide on that together. Mm-hmm. You know, or you to abdicate to... your responsibilities for somebody else because they're just they're well they're already doing it. I'm not going to like struggle for it or fight them to right. to be able to do this, <laughs> or otherwise I'm not going to step up and actually do my job. Right. And what yeah. happens with this is if you don't step in and help your spouse, they're eventually going to tap out. Mm. Mm-hmm. they're going to tap out. And this is a very slippery slope and we don't want you to stay on that. And so we're going to no. keep talking and share some of these things and then share with you what you can do about it because we want to turn this ship around. Yeah, absolutely. We don't want it to be this way because this is not a long-term game. Mm. You cannot ride this out. Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, ultimately, and I feel like I'm beating a little bit of a dead horse. Mm-hmm. You do that. Thank you. Well, you know, <laughs> you, know you tend to do that. Consistency <laughs> is a compliment. <laughs> but we want so much for your marriage. God mm. wants so much for your marriage. God wants to to do more with your marriage than what you would have even imagined yeah. Him to do it. Not to mention. He wants for marriages to be seen as something mm-hmm. that is good and something that people should do, yeah. which is not a trend right now in this country. No, it's not. It's no, not. most couples are making marriage look exhausting, mm-hmm. one-sided, and just unfulfilling. Yeah, and our kids are going, I don't know if I want yeah, any of that. I don't want that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I mean, we've never had fewer marriages taking place in our society ever. Mm. And that is sad. We're not making this look appealing. And when we Mm -hmm. stay in marriages like this for a long time and not saying, not suggesting you leave it, we are suggesting you do something about it. Change it. But when this is the example we're giving, it's not desirable Mm -mm. to others. Like, why do I want to sign up to be completely with someone and also completely alone and isolated and everything put on me? And I'm going to jump into this and and Mm -hmm. just as a reminder Long-term research has found that the secret of happiness is long, sustainable, healthy marriages. Mm. Right? Yeah. The, those, those people who are, are the most happy and satisfied in lives are those who are at healthy marriages. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will testify to that. Like, Aww. I will testify to Dang. that. It is so true. Thanks, One, because, like, we are made for community. Yeah. Not that not being married is this horrible curse on you or, or even a wrong thing. We Jesus wasn't married. Paul wasn't married. Have mm-hmm. lots of examples of that. But, like, we are made for community. Yeah. And, and marriage unites us. Absolutely. And, yeah. In, in a ways that no other relationship does. Right. No so that thing. makes sense that that's what research shows. All right. Let's uh, go back to the, 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 the points. So one is consistently worried about marriage issues. Yeah. Right. If we're walking on eggshells, if we're worried mm-hmm. about the issues in the marriage and how things are going to go. Yeah. If you're at work and it's always on your mind. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's one of the, the biggest killers of productivity. Mm. It's marital issues. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is because it steals from you. When you have strife at home, it is, it's all consuming. It's hard to think and focus in other 
areas. And that's what going back to my client that I had, that's where she was. Like Mm -hmm. it was a point where like it was a tornado in her head. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't even function. I cannot think anymore. I have no clarity at all because as every my whole life became about worrying. Yeah. Well, I mean, like even the state of California commissioned the parrots mm-hmm. who, so, to help. Yeah, doctors Les and Leslie Parrot. Right. Yeah, to help with, the, with marriages mm-hmm. because it was becoming such a impact on it the economy. It drains the society. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah, we don't want to be a part of that. No. <laughs> yeah, no. It's true, true. Yeah. All right. Uh, and this is probably a, a obvious one I want to say mm-hmm. is if there's a lack of affection in sex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if that's going to... And look, there's a lot of physical issues going on. There's mm-hmm. a lot of mental issues, relational issues. that A lot have, of justifiable reasons. Yeah, that, that could be affecting this. So yeah. we're, we're, we're not saying that there's, again, not a rule, not a number and all that. Yeah. But affection is necessary for emotional stability yeah. and emotionally and healthy growth. Yeah. And, yeah. We've got to be having a healthy touch. Mm-hmm. We've got to be having healthy words of affection and appreciation. Mm-hmm. And if those things aren't lacking, well, then, yeah, then go, getting to sex is absolutely going to be a lot more of a challenge. And, mm-hmm. and if you're not understanding why sex is not going well and you're not feeding into the affection mm-hmm. we've got an episode for that but also we've, we've got to make sure that the health overall health of the mm-hmm. relationship these are indicators these are very clear indicators of what's going on even if you're not high physical touch right right you still an occasional hug and kiss is still critical right well science shows secular yeah. science shows we need physical touch we need that physical contact. And you go back to these little babies, these sweet Mm, babies born in different countries where they're orphans and they lack and and they die from failure to thrive. It comes Mm -hmm. back to the physical contact. These babies aren't picked up. They're not held. They're not made secure. Yeah, they get all their other needs. They get the food that they need, but they're not being touched. They're they're not growing. Yeah. You've got two-year-olds who are still the size of of an infant. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. it's that lack of physical contact. We are made for that. And just so you know, what is deemed a sexless marriage Mm -hmm. is one where you have sex less than 10 times a year less than once a month or less than 10 times a year. And so that you don't want to get to that point. And if there are reasons, valid reasons why you are there, chronic pain, hormonal issues, past traumas, things like that, give yourself grace, but also work on those things. Yeah. Figure out how to get affection back mm-hmm. in your marriage and and figure that out it's worth it to try to fix these issues even when they are justified. Sure. Well, and even another point is where you can't have a conversation without tr- it turning into a fight. Yeah. Right? That's This an is issue. a lot of couples. Yeah, a lot of couples mm-hmm. run into that. Physical touch can help with that, right? Yeah. Holding hands while you're having a, a conversation can sometimes help it from turning into an argument mm-hmm. unnecessarily just because yeah. we feel relationally connected. Right. And so, but, but yeah, like you're saying, a lot of couples will, will suffer with this. Mm-hmm. I, I, we just can't have a conversation anymore. No. Every time we try to talk about something, it turns into a fight. Yeah. And what happens as a result mm-hmm. of that is, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to quit 
talking to you because there's no point. We can't talk without fighting. So I am going to take these issues and try to hold them underground, try to push them underwater like a beach ball. Mm, mm -hmm. And one day they're going to pop up and bust you in the mouth. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to bust you in the face and you're not going to be able to recover from that when you just Mm -hmm. choose to check out and go, you know what? I can't handle it anymore. And you get there in a very fair, realistic way Because you're trying and you're trying and you're getting nowhere. And so you don't mix it up and try anything different. You don't say, hey, let's throw the flag down and let's get a ref in here. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. let's get some help. Let's Let's get some skills, some tools that we can be able to change this pattern up. Right. So why don't we just talk about some of the things that we can do? Okay, so we talked about items, or if you're seeing some of these signs, some of these mm-hmm. these indicators of issues, of things that will exhaust you if they're not already exhausting you, what can we do about it? Yeah, because here's what we need to remember. Mm-hmm. Your marriage should not be exhausting. Mm. Your marriage should mm-hmm. not be exhausting. And so if it is the first thing you want to do, we are Christian counselors, and we would be very remiss in not telling you, you've got to pray. Yeah. You have got to seek the Lord in this and go, God, you tell me what I should do because let him be available to teach you and instruct you. We're not in your everyday marriage. Mm -mm. God knows your spouse. He knows your marriage. So seek him. He knows what you need. Yeah. So pray and listen to God and seek his help and see what it is he wants you to do. But also Mm -hmm. like this is, I think women really fall prey to this. Stop justifying. Stop justifying the whys. Mm. Well, they're too busy, or he's just in a bad mood, or he's just really tired. He works really hawkered. Yeah, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. or he doesn't do it all the time. We'll hate the situation in the moment when it's happening, but then we get a little distance from it. And instead of going, you know what, we need to deal with this. It's going to be hard. And I'm horrified to do that. I'm scared to call a counselor. I'm scared to call him out on this. So instead, I'm going to start coming up with these reasons that feel safer to me that allow me to kick the can down the road a little more and start justifying why my spouse is behaving that way. Now, Mm -hmm. men can do this too. We do see it way more in women, but men absolutely do it too. But quit justifying the sin of your spouse. Mm -hmm. They are called, we'll go back to that scripture in Corinthians. They are called, they are going to be held accountable. You're not the one held accountable for their behavior. Well, that, and also it's not loving. It's, it's not, not loving to allow our spouse to continue down a path that is sinful. Right. Right. And to not call them on that. Right. You know, you, we, we've said this before. You know, God loves you just the way you are, mm-hmm. but he loves you way too much to leave you that way. That's right. And we should love our spouses just the way they are. Yeah. Struggles and all, but we also should love them way too much to leave them that way. Mm-hmm. And certainly God does not condone for us to watch our spouse, the one whom we're supposed to love mm-hmm. more than everybody else except for him. And the one who he put in your life to love you. Mm, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to just to walk off a cliff. Right. Just right. to walk off a cliff. So you're right. Look, and, and, and another thing, be in community. 
Yeah. Right? You got to reach out to someone. Reach out to somebody. It's nothing good grows in the dark. Let's not right. keep this all isolated. And we tend, we're not supposed to be isolated. We're supposed no. to be in groups. So whether that's in a, a marriage group or a life group, something like that. Or just call your pastor, a trusted friend. Sure, yeah, just yeah. A counselor. Absolutely. There's a yeah. whole list of things that you could, could be doing besides just thinking, well, we're the only ones who are right. suffering this way. No, we heal in community. Absolutely. We've got to be power to that. And that's where, yeah, you could progress if you don't mm -hmm. get a pastor, get get in touch with a counselor, get in touch mm -hmm. with us, right? Get a course. Even if it's something. just you. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. And and that like like that leads into the last one we want to talk about is is start focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. If you are exhausted in your marriage, it is time to start focusing on yourself. And we're actually going to dive much deeper into this in next week's episode. Yeah, because I think it might be a little different than what you're thinking you're hearing us say. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about next week reasons to focus on yourself if you're in a struggling marriage. So you want to be sure to listen to that because we are truly here to help you. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey.